The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. When the hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father, Jesus said to the disciples, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away, and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs, so that when it does occur, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming. He has no power over me, but I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. Rise, let us be on our way. The Gospel of the Lord. We continue the Upper Room Discourse on Holy Thursday, the night before Jesus died. And because he knew that his time was short, he's going to give his apostles and us truly what he desires that we receive, very important, both in terms of words and in actions. In terms of actions, he brings out bread and wine and says, this is my body which is given for you. This is my blood which is poured out for you. So he enacts the sacrament that we are about to receive. This is a continuation of the upper room on Holy Thursday as Jesus intended it to be in the Catholic Church. So the Eucharist, very important gift. But he also gives the priesthood because in saying, do this in memory of me, that was a command specific to those apostles who would be the first bishops and only priests can offer sacrifice. That was the whole Old Testament dispensation. You had to be of the royal lineage from Aaron through Levi in order to offer sacrifices in the temple. He says to those specific apostles, do what I've just done, offer my body and blood as a sacrifice. He commissioned them, he ordained them as priests. So we have that gift. He also gives us a very important gift of servant leadership. So he takes time to rise and put the towel around his waist and wash the feet of his own disciples. And then says to them, you also must do what I have done for you. So it's not just some office that he's conveying, he's actually demonstrating to everyone who's in that servant leadership position what it means to really be a servant. And because of those three gifts, then he also summarizes it all by saying, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Now that was a prefiguring, an anticipation of what he would do on the very day he rises from the dead, because he goes right into the upper room on the same evening of that day, and then breathes on them and says, peace be with you. So he confers peace on the apostles and to all of us, particularly the apostles, because the very next words out of his mouth is, whatever sins you forgive are forgiven, whatever sins you retain are retained. So that whole sacrament of reconciliation is a great sacrament of peace. 
peace, not as the world gives you, but what I give you. And we are very, very privileged to have that deep personal peace that we experience when we're in the state of sanctifying grace through our baptism and through the sacraments. And that's such a gift. We see how that affects in the first reading with the apostles because we just continue reading from Acts chapter 14 when Paul and Barnabas were in Lystra. The crowd were so awed by the preaching of Paul and the miracles that they wanted to actually worship them as gods. Paul had to say, no, we're mortals, but what we give to you is this personal relationship with Christ who is the Messiah, and they were on board. And then soon after, this is how fickle they were, some other people come in and turn the crowd against St. Paul, and now they're stoning St. Paul right after this great miracle of healing the crippled man, which they did, and wonderful preaching. Now, at that point, Paul could have just thrown in the towel and said, I'm through with this mission and feared what would come next. But what does he do? After being stoned and dragged out of Lystra, he gets up and they go on to Derby, and he continues to preach and make many disciples. Then he returns to Lystra, the very place where they stoned him, to strengthen the souls of the apostles, encourage them to continue in faith, saying, it is through many persecutions that we must enter the kingdom of God. He's now bringing them peace because he has experienced this peace. And then he appoints elders, and the Greek word for appoint is to stretch forth hands. And there's the ordination. So. Paul and Barnabas ordain elders for all the churches that they have just visited, elders being bishops, so we see the continuity of the church right from the beginning, this hierarchical church. And then they go to Antioch, where they call the whole church together and relate all that God has done with them. So we see how what Jesus wanted to do on Holy Thursday, which is confer peace, has borne fruit through all of these churches that were started they experience that peace, which is why the Roman Empire, which was in such turmoil at this point in history, converted, because they saw the peace, experienced the peace of these apostles who were ministering as they were being martyred. So it's a, a great exhortation to us as we go through difficult times to be rooted in peace as we are about to receive the Prince of Peace in the Eucharist, and then allow that to be shown to the community as we become one body, one family of parishes, proclaiming the goodness of God.